Hi everyone and welcome back. Does my negative talk really have a negative effect? Every battery has a positive and a negative. Yeah. So for me and you... I see where this is going. We're a powerful couple mm. and we have a positive and a negative. Mm. But you need both. It's not just talking out loud. Like you said, it's the conversation talking inside. My, my words of yesterday are laying the tracks for today. Mm. Negative emotion is fuel. Negative is when it's, there's a speculation about the future or the past or even the present that isn't necessarily true, but will have an edge to it. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Winning Life TV. You are very welcome here. My name is Leanne Morgan. My name is Gareth Morgan. And hopefully today we are going to ask another question that maybe you've been asking and we just want to kind of pick it apart, look at it a little bit and to encourage you that if you have tuned in for the first time, go back, look at the other kind of six episodes that we've got for you and hopefully there will be something in there that will help you. Lots of juicy content. Juicy? That could have... Yeah. Different connotations, Not I guess. Not gossip. <laughs> More like... Interesting. Thought-provoking. Yeah. Get you curious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get you absolutely. thinking. Not just... There's lots of mindless content out there, mm, isn't there? There is you a know. lot. But this is good... Advice. Advice. Hopefully. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's good, wholesome... Anyway, I sound like my grandma, but... <laughs> <laughs> Things like, in the last episode, you told everyone the answer to every problem is a glass of water but now i have a cup of tea today so that that also could be an answer to lots of issues we should maybe approach sponsors yes and uh, get a a bottled water company to sponsor us <laughs> oh i was thinking tea bags <laughs> oh <laughs> but yeah well the answer isn't a cup of tea to everything it's a cup oh, of it water is. When, when you're feeling a bit down like make you a cup of tea coffee well, no, coffee I want to enjoy when I'm, like, feeling good. I don't want coffee when I'm feeling rubbish. Okay. Which actually links to what we're going to talk about Ooh. today. So today's question is, does my negative talk really have a negative effect? So, yes, because when I'm in a negative state, I don't want to drink coffee. I just want a nice cup of tea. I just want to feel nice. Well, whereas for me, <laughs> coffee uh, helps. It does. Kind of create a, a, a good mood. For those of you who don't know Gareth personally, Gareth doesn't suffer from this kind of caffeine up or down. I mean, you know when you need it, but you know how some people can't drink caffeine after a certain, or coffee after a certain time because then they can't sleep. Gareth will just have it at any point and be okay. I think that's partly though because I rarely sleep straight throughout the night anyway, so maybe or I maybe I don't know what the cause of it is. It's more like drug dependence. <laughs> You actually need it to go to sleep. It could well be. I like my coffee though. <laughs> coffee is good. It is good. I love coffee. We should introduce coffee tasting into the podcast. Mm, different yeah. types of coffee, different types of beans from around the world. I'm not sure it's the winning life. The winning coffee. Maybe we should have an alternative podcast, the winning coffee TV. Yeah. We'll just talk about that. Yeah, let us know if that would be of interest <laughs> to you coffee connoisseurs. But today's question Yes, is, let's get back to today's question. Yes, does my negative talk really have a negative effect? Now, out of the two of us, who would you say is, <laughs> this could be dangerous, more likely to speak negatively? Well, let me use an analogy. 
when it comes to me and you, and we're a team, yeah. then you know those 9-volt batteries? You know the one that's got like a little turret? And then yes. the other that's got like a yeah. flat head. Yeah. I was going to say about the things that used to get at Christmas time to put in toys, but to be honest, these days everything's yeah, plugged true. in, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think the only thing that you use them for now is uh, smoke alarms or something. <laughs> um, but the 9-volt battery, mm. it's like, and, and every battery has, has a positive and a negative. Yeah. So for me and you... I see where this is going. We're a powerful couple mm. and we have a positive and a negative. But you need both. <laughs> You're <laughs> lucky I can't do anything right now. <laughs> no, uh, and let, 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 let me clarify. Um, I think Notice it's my question was who is more likely oh, to Oh, right, me? yeah. Oh, maybe I put my foot in it. No, but I think, though, again, no, we, we have talked back. about this before, which is, you know, I can be over-optimistic. So, again, you know, a strength that I have is optimism, future, possibility, creative, etc. But you need somebody in the now in the reality of the challenge that's being faced. And so looking at things as they are is absolutely essential. But just as being, you know, positive can, taken, can be taken too mm. far and can end up working against you, um, negative or, or seeing the reality or the challenge and then allowing that to overdefine yeah. your mindset is a problem. So again, I think <clears throat> it's like with all these things, you know, we can take those things too far, but... Negative talk, regardless of whether we are more future focused or now focused, ultimately, negative talk is something that is going to work against you. Yeah. It's going to work against you. And I think there's two sides of this. And we talk about this in the winning conversation. There's the internal conversation, mm -hmm. that internal <clears throat> self talk. Yeah. And then there's the external conversation, what we're saying out loud. And so yeah. I think we need to, I think we need to talk about both. Um, both are absolutely linked, but they also need addressing separately. And I think that's that's the key is that when you look at the the, the words, uh, you know, even the question there, does my negative talk really have a negative effect? I think 99.9% .9 of people will go, well, yes, end of conversation. But actually, it's not just talking out loud. Like you said, it's the conversation talking inside because actually for me to verbalise negativity, it's first happened inside here or inside here um so i'm going to clarify a little bit of what we mean about me being more <laughs> negative than you so people don't I, it think was, I'm this I, I was communicating person. a positive <laughs> image of us as a team i feel like i need to justify and clarify no, no i don't um i think what it is is that this is similar in some ways to this is like therapy. Anyway, this is similar all to... All of this, this is therapy. <laughs> it's all for our benefit. It and uh, And we're just letting you in on our therapy Absolutely. sessions. Absolutely. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, like the previous episode, we asked about why am I not seeing the results yet? And, you know, how I can have like a, a real aversion to disappointment or mm. um, don't want to be hurt or, you know, um, and in, I'm impatient as well with, with results, that kind of thing. So my my reason for perhaps saying something negative is self-preservation. So I might not necessarily believe in that moment truly that, but by saying it, I'm preserving my heart in case I get disappointed or mm. you've hurt me, so I want to hurt you. The problem is the longer I say it, I will actually believe it. Yeah. Because if I keep saying something long enough i'm literally rewiring my brain 
Yeah. There is a scientific part of this, which we probably won't go into today because we're not that qualified and I'll get myself into trouble. But there is a whole thing to do with your neurons and, you know, when you're happy and, and those kinds of things. And actually, when we learn to repeat, which is where a lot of CBT comes in, which is actually brilliant, you know, in terms of helping people um, in psychology, it is cognitive behavior therapy. It's teaching yourself how to think because actually what I say really does have creative mm. power, um, which we'll go into a little bit more. But that's, you know, for me, it's a, it's a sense of, if I quickly say, oh, well, it's never going to happen, that's a negative comment, I'm hoping it will. And what I want is someone else to say, oh, don't worry, but if I say long enough, it's not going to happen, I will truly believe that. 100%. And I think, you know, we can all probably go to, just to kind of look at the power of, of words mm. in terms of externally and, yeah. and internally. We can probably all go back in our lives, and I encourage you right now, just have a little think back of a comment that mm. was given to you that yeah. was like well let's say negative first of all yeah and and that negative comment and usually it's probably something that was said to us up to the age of eight those most formative mm. shaping years that was was said to us and it was either said with absolute intent and awareness or it was a throwaway comment either which way yeah. it, to some extent <clears throat> it's irrelevant because it's how you received it and how that seed mm. w then grew over time. And and it could just be a few words. and then But literally, those few words can set the trajectory oh. of somebody's life. Yeah. And so, you know, those words could come from, and, and usually it's words from, from a trusted figure. Mm. Could be a parent, it could be a family member, could be a teacher, it could be... Friends. Uh, friend grandparents you know just but it's somebody who we see as an authority yeah therefore there's weight to their words so when they say it it, it it has an impact and so does negative talk have an, an a negative effect well my negative words will have an effect because the likelihood is you've been affected by negative words so yeah. there's the evidence to start with absolutely you know and and of course you know you then take that forward and then think, okay, right, well, ultimately, probably a lot of our negative internal dialogue right now probably is connected to other negative talk, mm. you know, that's kind of created um, an environment. And that's what it is, isn't it? It's, you know, Jesus says that out of the overflow of the heart, yeah. the mouth speaks yeah. and the heart, it's not that heart in our chest. It, the heart when the bible speaks about the heart it's talking about the subconscious mind the, yes the inner man isn't it, the inner man and the inner woman so it's the part that very often that we are unaware of the subconscious but it's absolutely driving you know all of our choices and decisions probably without even realizing mm. it which is scary yeah. that that some of us are living lives in reaction to negative talk yeah yeah, absolutely. You know, I was just reminded of years ago, um, I used to love the film Pollyanna. Have you uh, ever seen Pollyanna? No, oh. that sounds like the film oh, I I'm, ran a million miles from as a child. You probably did. This is where we, we 
it's good that we didn't grow up together. It's I would have been a little it's a miracle. Good two we shoes, <laughs> and you were the little monster. Um, but <laughs> I loved Pollyanna. Now I'm talking about not the newer version. I'm talking about the OG. Hayley Mills. Um, and I loved it. In fact, I could probably say some of the dialogue off by heart. But she, I won't go into the whole film. You can go and watch it for yourself. But she basically brought happiness to the village or the town where she came to live for a while. And she played this thing called the glad game. And whenever, you know, there was negativity, she would kind of counter that you had to come up with things that you were grateful for. Now, I don't want to be so shallow is to think that's all we have to do is just think of glad things or happy things and play the glad game but essentially there is something intrinsic in us that when we and it's more than a pma you know positive mental attitude it's way more than that when we begin to come from that point of belief of positivity even in difficult situations there is something incredible that happens dare i say even supernatural that happens when we're more aligned to who we are created to be than when we are spouting negativity and yeah that kind of now on the flip side of that we can't when things are bad you don't go oh it's all fine you know and it's not about not being real if something's really terrible because there you know there are tragic things in this world that mm. are happening it's tragedy but these there is something that we can bring in that moment of positivity that will help um yeah no, a hundred percent, and and I I believe that words are those creative seeds, and yeah. and in our previous episode we talked about the power of a seed. Yeah, you know how it, something that seems so insignificant can ultimately produce something of tremendous significance. Mm. Well, our words are just that. Our words look that they're, they're so easy; they just they literally trip off our tongue, mm. and yet actually. That's a scary thought in one sense because we can release them into this world so easy. And yet they can have such a powerful positive impact or a destructive yeah. impact. And, you know, again, the a principle here is in James where it talks about the tongue is a small spark. In other words, it's, it's a bit like in a, a, a dry forest. And, you know, in recent years, in the UK particularly, it's not naturally been the case. But when we've had some pretty high temperatures and we've had long periods without rain, mm. you know, we've experienced what some parts of America and South <laughs> America in particular, land, yeah, <laughs> it, you know, where literally, you know, barbecues are banned. Mm. And, and because even in an expanse of thousands of acres, it only takes one small mm. spark to reap acres of havoc. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the principle is, is that the, the tongue is quite literally like a small spark. And if it finds a desert, yeah. you know, if you find a person and, and they are like a desert, in other words, they are vulnerable, you know, they are open to influence, mm. then our words could be that small spark that sets that forest on fire. It talks about the tongue being like the rudder of a ship. You know, you think about, you know, we went on our uh, first cruise, I think back in 2018. Yes, well, it, it, well, it was our only <coughs> cruise because obviously there'd been COVID since first. then. First of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, it was surprisingly, <laughs> it was this is, that was a bit of a, a, a kind of a, a diversion, but I was pleasantly surprised was by the cruise experience. Um, but again, like this, there was what a couple of thousand people, oh, like on year. on board this huge ship, like absolutely humongous ship, and yet ultimately that ship was directed to uh, by 
a small part that was mm. probably less than a percent yeah. of the overall kind of you know metal of that ship. It was that small rudder that ultimately steered the ship. And, you know, again, James, it talks about how the whole course of a person's life is is created mm. by the tongue. And so I think that's true of our own lives. What comes out of our lips, which starts in our subconscious, is ultimately setting the tracks for our life. A bit like rail yeah, tracks, you know. True. Once those tracks are in place, you can try and come off them, but the tracks are laid. And so our my, my words of yesterday are laying the tracks for today. Mm, and good. so, Ooh, you know, say that again. The, the, I, the, words, of the words of yesterday, yesterday are, are laying the tracks track. for today. And, you know, again, with our children, and this is where mm. then, and as you're in a position of influence or leadership, whether it's as a parent, a team leader, a business owner, a community leader, a church leader, whatever sphere of influence or size of influence that you have, for every person that, that you influence, you can potentially redirect their course. True. And so that and that so that's a huge it's responsibility because that that obviously can be creative, constructive, mm. or it can be destructive. And so I think, you know, at having that heightened awareness of our words. So, you know, I think for you, what do you do or what have you done to try and filter? Because there's one thing being aware, aware of the fact that, okay, mm. our words are creative, they're powerful, they can set our whole course uh, trajectory. Um, but what have you learned to do, Leanne, to try and filter so that you can almost take ownership before you let that word out or maybe you deal with that word and counteract that word that is negative. Sorry to interrupt, but just to let you know that in every episode, Gareth and Leanne will be talking about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life. That's why they've developed the MVP plan. When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. Let's head right back over to their episode. I think what's important to, to kind of highlight here is that <clears throat> this doesn't mean you cannot be honest with how you're feeling in the moment. That's good. So you are allowed to say, I feel frustrated. I feel like giving up. I feel alone. I feel desperate, I feel hurt, I feel grieved, whatever that might be. You're allowed to say that. So mm. I think for us and, you know, whether you're married or if you're not married, if there's somebody that you feel that you um, can be honest with and you say to them, this is how I'm feeling right now. But saying how you feel is not negative. No, no. That's just stating facts. Or this is a terrible situation or this is a tragic situation or this is a really that's just stating fact that's not being negative negative is when it's there's a speculation about the future or the past or even the present that isn't necessarily true but will have an edge to it so I think for me number one is I allow myself to talk to you you're my husband but also you lead me so I um will I will allow myself to tell you how I'm feeling. But the filter, I think, comes through um, two things, probably. One, is this helpful? And what if somebody was to say this to me? 
how would it make me feel? You mm. know, so if I, if I was to speak this out, it's all right for me to lash out because the tongue can be like, well, this is a terrible situation or I'm never doing this again or, you know, whatever. But if someone was to say that to me, how would that make yeah, me feel? Good. So if I was on the receiving end, oh, that would make me feel terrible mm. or, or that's not going to inspire faith or that's going to make me feel hopeless or whatever. Yeah. So there's that reversing it but also i think it's important what environment we're immersing ourselves in mm. so i'm sorry for you because you you have the realist slash person who doesn't always speak that much positivity around but i have you who is always super positive so that helps me but i think something that's really important for us to to understand is that if i'm speaking negatively where am i immersing myself Mm. Or, or what and who am I immersing myself yep. in? Because negative talk isn't just about what I say, but it's what I'm listening to internally and externally. So this is a challenge. Who am I listening to that is affecting the way I think and act? So if I examine, because it's important for us to evaluate and yep. examine our actions, thoughts, words, intent, and we go, hmm, this isn't really matching up to my values. This isn't matching up to who I am. This is not matching up to, you know, my my discipleship walk in faith. All of those things. What? Where have I gone wrong? And it's usually a conversation that I've had or I'm having that is incorrect. And that might not be just a verbal yep. thing. That could be something I'm just listening to on a podcast or I'm watching bad, you know, something on TV. Or I've immersed myself in a hopeless situation, which then affects the way I think and feel and I think it's really it, that's an important evaluation to look at because Paul says in the Bible doesn't he about he likens our life to running a race Paul the apostle yep and he says who cut in on you you were running a good race and so often you know we there's points in our life where you might want to just we've talked about this in the other episode mm. exit in we pull, pulled out and it's actually well who cut in on you yep. what negative talk have you listened to or what negative talk have you listened to and then you're spouting that stopped you from, from running that good race? And I think mm. those are the two things that I would look at. A couple of really interesting <laughs> things that came to mind as you said that. And I think the first thing is that, you know, I used that analogy at the start about you know, the positive and the negative. Um, but actually behind that is something that I've had to learn, which is um, usually with that, willingness to face the facts of what is now is a willingness to process things whereas the weakness of somebody who is just naturally goes to the positive or immediately jumps to the positive is that the challenge with that sometimes is you're not willing to process things mm. because you immediately just think no just think positive just think positive and naturally the like you said there Leanne, the key is we're not saying just bury every kind of yeah. negative thought or, or or conversation that you're having with yourself. Things need processing. Mm. It's a bit like saying to someone, well, just, and again, as, and this is, I think, particularly a challenge for men, you know, and in a relationship, the man would typically, and there's been lots of spoof things in the past, isn't there, where, you know, men will just, will try and fix things. Mm. In other words, that they, they very much just want to get to the outcome. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to bother with the mm. process because usually it takes a whole lot more emotion capacity. And and as men, we are we tend our emotional muscle tends to be underdeveloped. 
um, and and women's tend to be highly developed, and that's where sometimes the conflict can come in. But actually, we need to have the emotional capacity to process things. Yeah. Um, because, but but there's a difference between processing, and then the conclusion. Yes. And I think you know if if our negative conversation is based upon conclusions that we've come yeah. to. It's the conclusions that we accept that are going to change the course of our lives. Mm. It's not being superstitious of, oh, don't say that. Don't don't speak negative because you don't know what you're going to create. You know, that's that's immaturity, yes. in all honesty. Yeah. That's that's superstitious. <laughs> and and we need to get away from that. <laughs> you know, we need to confidently and comfortably process negativity because actually processing our emotions our negative emotions, and again, I talk about this in The Winning Motivation, um, which is one of the books that I've written. And again, this is part of the MVP program. To fuel your dream, to fuel the breakthrough and the progress, to see, to see manifest what it is that you carry inside of you and what I would say mm. and we would say, you know, God has put inside of you, negative emotion is fuel. Yeah. Just like oil in the ground looks slimy and it at first glance would look unuseful to somebody who didn't know what it was. Actually, when it's refined, it becomes fuel. It, it's, it's made nations in this world rich. Yeah. It's, and so it's the same with negative emotion. If it's processed correctly and negative talk is processed correctly and refined and turned into something positive, then actually, you know, it's an incredibly rich resource, but <clears throat> if you just leave it as the the slimy stuff and 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 that just gets on everything, mm. then that's where it can you can get literally get stuck in things. So I think you're absolutely right. We need to differentiate between processing negativity and then concluding a negative conclusion. Yeah, and I think it's important for us to look at, and this is maybe this is how you filter it as well, is that our tongue is like a double-edged sword. Mm. On one side, you can bring words of life, life. and death. Uh, sorry, death. On one side, you can bring the, the words of life. So yeah. we have to choose yeah. which kind of sword we're going to, which edges of the sword that we're going to use. Because then if we flip that, uh, that question around, you know, does my negative talk really have a negative effect? Does my positive talk really have a positive effect? And actually, if that is the case, and it is, then that should be our kind of filter. Hang on a minute. If I'm going to do damage with my negativity, yep. imagine what I could do with positivity. Imagine, yep. And, it, and it, I, I don't like the word positivity that much because I think it has very weak connotations now with like think positive, positive, you know, mental attitude, which is great, but it only goes so mm. far. I'd like to say it's a little bit deeper than just being positive. It's actually speaking out in faith what you believe, you know, what you know, what you what you're truly hoping for. Um, hope is a, is an incredibly powerful thing. When we speak hope, it can actually change the way our brains are wired. Oh, Again, 100%. I'm not going to go into scientific stuff about that. But when we speak hope, it literally alters the makeup of our physical brain, which mm. is just amazing. And um, if you want to know more about that, actually, you can recommend stuff by Dr. Caroline Leaf. I've read a lot of her stuff. Absolutely brilliant. Um, very well-qualified doctor. She talks about that with your brain. So speaking hope and how important that is. Mm. So, you know, I think it's good for us to flip that question around and say, well, does my 
my hope talk really have a hope effect on my life. A hundred percent. I think trying to find a process that works for you, you know, my, here's a challenge as we kind of land this. What process are you going to put in place to, to filter mm. your talk? You know, like we said, processing it is key. Like ignoring it and just let, letting it happen. Oh, well, today I was positive. To, today I was negative yeah. or whatever. Then that's fine if you're just going to live a happy-go-lucky life. But if you have a purpose, mm. if you have a mission, if you believe that you are going to affect this world, you're going to have an impact, if you believe there's a calling on your life to to do something in service, then really having a process around the words that come out of our mouths, which start in the subconscious part mm. of us, our hearts, is really important. And I think there are two ways that immediately I can think of that we can look at, and I would encourage you to go look at. Number one, you know, journal down like what is it that I said today just even just reflect on some of the things that you've said again it's just checking back today was this yeah and again like we said maybe positive isn't a great word was this creative or was mm. it destructive I think those are pro probably better words, words. Yeah. you know did I create something of value or did I destroy something of value and just have a little, you only have to think of two or three scenarios in the day, that conversation with your child, that conversation with a colleague, that conversation with a stranger that you've never met before. You know, was, was I creative or was I destructive? And, and there are no neutral things. Again, I think that's important to note. Like you said, Leanne, if, if I hold back being creative, then I've essentially destroyed an opportunity. Mm that's scary you know the reality is if I didn't say something that I could have said that was positive then that's a bit like having a meal ready made that I could have served up to somebody but instead was thrown in the bin like yeah. well that's not neutral that's destructive because yeah. you just threw a meal in the bin that somebody could have eaten and fed off and could have, could have altered their whole day or mm. even more than that so journaling, reflecting, and then accountability with others. And again, this is where getting a community around you, you know, whether that's a, um, a community uh, in, um, of friends, of like-minded friends, whether it's a, um, a faith-based community like a church, like that's why church for us as a family is, is, is key. It's not just um, a ritualistic thing. It's about having, again, not just anybody who just subscribes. It's actually the, the right culture. Mm. <laughs> it's not even just... Uh, you know Christians they need to be people who are aligned culturally um, but again it's something where maybe with the MVP program it's an opportunity to be part of a community mm. where you know even just by this conversation you know we we want to grow we want to develop this matters so again that's just some things for you to think about what's your process what's your community what's the people who are the people around you we need to look at that Absolutely. So as you head into your day, or maybe if this is the end of the day, as you head into tomorrow, keep that in the, the kind of forefront of your mind about what we say out loud, but also what we're saying to ourselves. We need to protect our hearts, protect our minds. And let's really not just bring positivity, because lots of people do that. Let's bring hope. Mm, very, very good. Remember, there is more in you than you think. And we want to see that come out. Have a great, great rest of the day. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform. And if you head over to thewinninglife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books, 
which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.